Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are here to talk about the past week in the WWE, which includes Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT, and with a special live report from WWE Battleground. Say what? I, I was at that show. You experienced the terror of the Punjabi prison in person. I mean, I, I, I looked and I'm like, I can't see what's in the ring, but I, I get a general idea what's happening. You saw shadows. We'll, we'll get into it. I, okay. I'm, a, I'm Owen, joined as always by John. And we're joined as always by you out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We're streaming live over at Mixler.com slash Zonecast and over at Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. Uh, check us out there. We're, we're monitoring our chats and our Twitter at The Heel Turn. So send us your questions and your comments, and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. You're on vacation. I am on vacation. I'm on a island, but I brought my equipment because I could not pass up an opportunity to talk about what I experienced at Battleground. I'm uh, surprised and shocked, and again, I feel like you just did this because you didn't want me to do some crazy fucking Steiner cast. That's a, that's 90% of why I did it. You fucking asshole. I mean, you could always put out a bonus episode that we can put exclusively behind the paywall at patreon.com. Oh, where's the fun in that? I mean, Where's the fun in that when I don't get to take over the podcast feed with wonderful nonsense? Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, John, I'm I'm on vacation this week because I was busy celebrating my birthday yesterday. It's true. Happy birthday. Thank again. you. I'm one year closer to death. And also one year closer to thirty. And with everything going on in the uh in the, the world uh this week, that's probably gonna be pretty soon. Oh boy. Also, hold on one second. Well, you do that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there we go. Say, I was going to say while you do that, I'll talk about uh the thing I've been doing. What's that? Been been playing Metal Gear Solid 5. Why? Because I wanted to play the Metal Gear Solid 5. And also a copy was given to me uh by someone that thought it was mine and was returning it to me and mm-hmm. I was like this is not my game but I'm also not going to correct th- this person because I'm currently fighting with them cool free so game. yeah I got a free copy of Metal Gear Solid 5 are you shooting things up in the air I am fultoning everything it is fantastic uh, this game has the themed Snake Eater in it, so it is automatically the best game. Awesome. It also has uh, fucking Billy Idol in it, so again, great, the best game. That's pretty good. But it's a little too late to be on your Game of the Year list, though, unfortunately. I mean, the thing is, I've I've actually thought about this myself, and uh, while I would it it would definitely affect the top five in some way, I think it's my game of that year is still my game of that year. And what's that? Super Mario maker. There is only one asked for it by name. Fair enough. 
Super Mario Maker's pretty good. Super Mario Maker. This game is an incredible stealth game, and, like, as much as I wish there was a little more story insanity, I think it's, like, the best and truest and most pure uh, attempts of what Kojima has been trying to do for a very long time. And I also, you know, admit that I say that as someone who really fucking liked Portable Ops and, and you know, I didn't play Peace Walker. But, like, I really like that weird base-building mechanic and collecting dudes that he started adding in the PSP ones that I know were unpopular to some people. Mm-hmm. But fuck them. I've always been way into that. So having that basically be the entire point of this game because you're building Outer Heaven or whatever is fucking rad. That sounds pretty good. And also the soundtrack is amazing. We'll I found get- a cassette tape with Rebel Yell on it and I was hype. Did you sing along? I mean, Snake doesn't sing along, but no, did I you? do. Yeah. Did you also have uh, have your helicopter come in blaring it? I don't. I have I have the speakers. I have the ability to do this. I'm just not entirely sure how to do it. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Yeah, probably. It's mm-hmm. cool. Also, I want to apologize to our live audience. They could not hear me at the beginning of the, of the episode, but I have corrected that. Uh oh. And the podcast version will have no issues. Well, good. I just wanted to give a heads up to our live audience. Apologies for that. But John, you know what games I've been playing? What's that? Well, one, I'm I'm playing WWE Tapmania. Again, bad person. I mean, I'm not. It's it's pretty good. Uh, Crazy Taxi Gazillionaires proves that tappers can be good. I actually am going to be honest. I never played Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire. It's really good. You you should, but now this game's out, so you should play this instead. I don't know what tapping game I got in, like the last one I got into. Uh, I played some, uh, God, what was it? Uh, Charming Charming Keep by uh, the people that did uh, Shooty Skies, and don't like that game. That's that was, a bad one. This one's good because it's like really active like every it seems like the past few like three out of the past four days they've had these tournaments that you can enter or you join in and whoever gets in the top whatever percentage out of 100 people get event coins and card packs and you know gold which is the currency used to buy the premium stuff and I mean I guess when I think about it Magikarp Jump is a tapper but it feels different man yeah this kind of feels different too with the, with the whole live tournament thing constantly going on, where you're not just tapping to make the numbers go bigger, you're also like tapping more than other people. Who screw them? You you need to get that Alexa Bliss card, which I don't, I don't have yet. I'm very upset about. I got some numbers for you to tap right here. Um, that's inappropriate, and Twitch will ban us from the website. Oh man, sorry. Always getting banned. Yeah, but for my lewd and levacious remarks. It's true. But uh, also another good part about this game is that sometimes like the bosses are real characters, but a lot of times they're just randomly generated people with really funny names. Like one was Yoshida. This guy's Crazy 8. This guy's Paul Decker. This guy's name is Buffalo. If you want to talk about g- games with randomly generated names, let me tell you about a little thing called Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. 
All right, n- name me three good randomly generated names. Okay, let, e- let us look at my staff management page here. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I have the game on pause. Excellent. Uh, let's see, just looking at this uh, first page here, I have Bloody Marlin. Bloody Marlin's pretty good. Cannibal Worm. Cannibal Worm's also pretty good. Howling Badger. Howling Badger. Flaming yeah. Beetle. Flaming Dark Be- Ram. I said three. You're up to five so far. Again, I'm just going down this this one page I'm looking at here. Name me one more. Hideo. Perfect. It's just Hideo Kojima. Is it actually him? Yes, it is actually him. What? <laughs> it's, he is, uh, you can, one of the missions in Ground Zeroes is, uh, is you rescue him from, like, uh, the base while he's being chased, and there's, like, exploding helicopters and shit, and the bonus is if you did that mission in Ground Zeroes, then you get him as a, a person on your base Amazing. for this game. A+. plus. Yeah, no, the Ground Zero stuff they they throw in is really dopey in a way that I really like. That's great. Here's fucking Hideo Kojima hanging out in your base. He's really good at uh, at repairs. As as he would be, yes. But John, you, were, I have one more game I've been playing recently. What's that? Uh, Splatoon Two. Oh fuck you! What? I want to play it. I mean, you should have checked out the stream I did the other day with Mistaken over at uh, his Twitch channel. We did the Salmon Run. Salmon Run's real good. I want to play it. Do you have a Switch? No, you know this. I just, I'm asking for the audience so they, S- you can switch. Say. Switches are hard to get, and money. It's true. Both of those are hard to get, both Switches and money. Can confirm. I was just saying the Switch is money, but yeah, no, that too. They, they're both difficult to have. It's true. But, uh, yeah, that game's real good. The story, I've, I've been playing some of the story mode, and I've been playing a bunch of the multiplayer. Yo, my favorite weapon's still the paintbrush. The paintbrush? Yeah. Not the roller? No, the paintbrush. Really? Have you seen the paintbrush? They, they added it in Splatoon 1 a while ago. I never got good with the paintbrush. I, I like it because... All I do is I run, I, I run up to people, and then I just swipe, 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 swipe until they die. Fair. And then you just run around, swipe, swipe, swipe. Keep yeah, I, I just never got good with it. I, I was really good with the roller. I, I had, um, I, I really like the end zap, honestly. The end zap's super overpowered in this game. Nice. Also, there's they, there was another gun in in that game that was really overpowered in Splatoon One that was really overpowered that I loved. It was like kind of a Gatling gun thing. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, also they, the, really the roller is less useful now because they made a hard counter for it. Oh, really? The splat dualies. You know mm-hmm. why? Why is that? The splat dualies had an ability where while you're shooting, you can roll. You can do a roll, like so you roll out of the way of the roller. Oh, then, yeah, the roll. And then for a few seconds, you shoot faster so you can just straight up kill a roller. Hmm. So it's made the the roller a lot harder to use so that's interesting as a as a hard counter i mean i i would honestly say that the game already had pretty hard counters for the roller and the fact that like yo if you just literally walk up up to someone and like if you have a at least enough distance on them and you have like a uh, a good shot with your you know your machine gun or whatever you're gonna fucking murk the shit out of a roller they don't have a chance 
True, but if you're like rolling up with someone when they're not looking, now now the dualies can straight up roll out of the way quickly. I want to play with the spot dualies. They sound fun. I, I started using them in the uh, the single player, and yeah, they're pretty good. I don't know if their if their ult is really great. Well, that's the thing. Like you're a uh, you know when you buy different stuff, they have different ults. True. So you can customize. Also, they have a thing now that you can. Uh, not only can you re-roll the perks on your armor, if you... Uh, they always had that. I know, it's, it's not only can you do that, but you can build up stuff so that you can straight up put in what perks you want. Oh, that's cool. So if you like build, if you collect enough of, of, of that perk for your, in your... Whatever the slot is, you can put it into the, any armor you like. Cool. But yeah, you can look, look stylish while also playing the way you want. Staying fresh. Always. So yeah, Splatoon 2. I'm hope they're doing another uh, Salmon Run thing, I think, tomorrow or Friday, and I am definitely going to get in on that. Because that, it, it's true what the review said. It actually is only happening at certain times of the day. Oh man. I know. It's a bummer. I mean, I get it. It's Splatoon. That's what Splatoon does. It's just... Come on. Also, don't don't use the... The Nintendo Voice app. It's oh, bad. what? But it seems so great. Yeah, you know, when your friend goes to sleep or you want to, you know, check something else on your phone, you totally disconnect from the group. Oh, nice. That's smart. That's ever, really good design. You haven't heard that? No. Yeah, you can't. It has to be the thing open on your phone. You can't have voice while also looking at something else on your phone. Wow. Also, if the screen turns off, you also disconnect. <laughs> because Nintendo. It's Nintendo, you know. Nintendo! Nintendo doing Nintendo things. That's silly. That's fine. Splatoon's good. It's gonna be a good thing to tie me over until Rabbids and Destiny 2. I... I did play the, I did play the, uh, the beta for Destiny 2. That game is fucking great. Sounds like it's more Destiny. Yes, but also... You and I have a group of people that we know that will be playing Destiny regularly, so that's what you want. You want to play it with a group. Okay. Because then you just go around shooting these good-feeling guns while also chatting with your friends. Yeah. Which is, you know, the issue I had when I talked you into again Destiny 1 is that it was just you and me. And also, I mean, yeah, for me it was just like Destiny 1 was... The guns still felt good. Like, you know, I always liked the way Halo did their guns. Like, you know, Halo's never been my favorite game, like, design-wise or anything. But I, I like the way it feels. Yeah. But, yeah, everything about the way Destiny 1 played, aid, or just, like, the mission design about Destiny 1, like, that I played, was just so boring and it yeah. didn't have much going on. I agree. The, the the strike and the opening mission that they gave you in Destiny 2 were much better. It feels like they they learned from their mistakes and well, that's fantastic. Building from that's, the ground up is giving them the ability to really revamp all of this. That's really good to hear. So yeah, if if you're not convinced to get it at launch, uh, me and Mistaken will be doing weekly streams of it, so you can check that out and see if it sounds like something you want to join us for. We'll see what my money situation's like then. That as well. So is that it for uh, our banner? You want to get into wrestling news? Do you want to hear more about Metal Gear Solid 5? 
Name me three more good names. Okay, let's do it. While you do that, play the wrestling j- news jingle. No, I I, 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 use, I do that to break up the segments, John. No, I have to f- get the list. Play the song. I am playing the song. The song has been played. Rampart Serpent. Uh-huh. Rampant Serpent, sorry. Pirate Capybara. Perfect. Raving Badger. Someone else was Badger. Okay, you want one more? Armored yes. Worm. Another guy was Worm. But was he an Armored Worm? Man, now, now you're making this sound less cool that things are repeating. There's, they have like a billion different fucking things. You need to get better people. I have a lot of good people. Thank you. you. Should, you the people who repeat names should, should just bolt them off your base. No, because they have really good stats. Uh, can you rename them? Uh, I don't know. Should look into that. But, What's uh, in the news? I, I have one bit of news, which... Hideo Kojima. No, it's not Hideo Kojima. I've, I only have one bit of news because this has been a slow week outside of what happened on Sunday. And that is that, uh, you know, last week they ended up canceling Talking Smack? Yeah. Well, Renee's like, oh, I, I have less to do now. And WWE's like, well, actually, now you're going to be on Raw now. Well, that's good. So if you noticed, if you watched Raw, which you should have because you cover it. I did. Uh, Renee was doing a bunch of the backstage interviews. I did notice this. I actually, you know, didn't think much of it. Well, if I'm being perfectly honest. Well, she now is on both brands. Well, good. I mean, she was mine, and now I'm sharing, because sharing is caring. Are you yeah, but... Look, man. Think about it this way. This is for the best... She gets to be with her husband. And also, considering that, like, her husband was basically going to Tuesdays a nights most of the time anyway. Or for the dark matches? Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. Whatever. It's like, fine. now they're both, now she and Dean are both doing double work. Good for them. But more importantly, it's a good thing, seemingly, that she's doing this double work, because tell me about the other bit of news... Is that even though Talking uh, Smack got canceled? Tell me about this illegal show that you've been watching. They're also doing a show after SmackDown with it's her and Danny Bryan called uh, Smacking Talk, exclusively on Tout. Get out! I, I downloaded Tout. It's it's not actually on Tout. It's on it's on Twitter. Oh. Not even on YouTube? No, it's it's only on Twitter. It's it's not going to be on YouTube because WWE has no, nothing to do with it. They put it on like a private twi- YouTube account. It's it's funnier that it's just on Danny Bryan's t- Twitter and that he keeps saying on it that it's on tout. True. I was just saying, hey, if you're going to put it there, why not just put it on no. Daniel Bryan's YouTube page. It might be, but I think it's funnier that it's just on the Twitter. Because it's so illegal. You're just on the Twitter. Did you see? Did you watch it? No. It's really good. How am I going to watch something on the Twitter? Like, what is this, the future? Well, I don't want to alarm you, but it kind of is. 
shut up. It's not possible. All right. Well, the show's real good. They had Chad Gable on as the guest, and uh, Danny Bryan had a paternity test done to see if he's actually Chad Gable's father. And you know what the paternity test said? Inconclusive. No, he said yes. Oh. Yes, well, good. Father. Chad Gable was not happy about this. Oh. He's like, this is real stupid. But, uh, yeah, that breaking news on Smacking Talk. Chad Gable is Danny Bryan's son. Well, that's great. I think. Exclusively on tout. Not actually on tout. The best part was that they just did it like at the set where they interview people instead of like they didn't have the desk or anything. <laughs> There's just someone holding a phone recording it while they're beside the, the set where they interview people. So it's really, really goofy looking. Okay, now we have to ask, ask the important question. Then who was phone? I'm going to guess it was uh, Dean Ambrose. I'm going to blow your mind here. James Ellsworth. Impossible. He can't be there. He's He's been suspended. Barred from the arena. I don't know if you know this man, but wrestling is a work. What? No. They're, they're all actually friends. Well, the fact- I'm just kidding. Nobody likes James Ellsworth. Oh, I like James Ellsworth. Also, the fact that they're doing this show without WWE's permission is totally not a work. Oh, of course, of course, clearly. It's really, it's really good. But yeah, I, I hope they keep doing this every week, because I, I, I really enjoyed it. I do miss Talking Smack, though. As do we all. Did you watch the Talking Smack they did after Battleground? Yes, I did. I was sending you messages about it, remember? I, I don't remember, because I was busy, you know, traveling from the arena. Way to read your text, jerk. Alright, my phone was dying. I had to tell you, you had to talk to me! I was telling you important things, like Kevin Owens doesn't know who David Letterman is! Yes, and also he's taking full responsibility for talking to Matt getting cancelled. He told Vince to cancel it, and you know what? Makes sense. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Good bit. John, do you have any other news? Raw's dumb? I mean, that's not news. That's facts. Do, do you want to hear about my Battleground report first? Oh, right, yeah. You did go to that. And I that did happen. A Battleground happened on Sunday. I went to it. It was... It was fine. How fine was it? I mean, it wasn't great, but I had a, I had a real good time, and I'm glad I went. I mean... I don't think it was great, no, but I do think that it's hard not to have a very fun time with that fucking tag match. Well, can we first talk about the the pre-show? Oh, right, yeah, I forgot about the pre-show. Yeah, where your, my adopted son, your former son. Fuck you. Lost. Not yours. Lost Aiden English. Yeah. Yeah. Tie is real crazy. Ty's gonna, gonna tie. It's real crazy that, that happened. Is it though? Yeah, because it's tie. It's exactly it's tie. The ten man doesn't win. We love the ten man, and the ten man fails us every time. And it doesn't matter because we always go ten, 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 ten. 
It's well, okay. That's true. Also, it it was awesome that before the event, they did an interview with him where he talked about the the ten chain originating in Philadelphia. Oh, which is true. I was at that show where that happened. Confirmed. And when I went back and watched the pre-show on the network, uh, Byron actually mentioned that that it originated at the Tower Theater. I was like, yeah, that's right. I thought I was there. What the fuck was Byron doing on the? Pre- oh, right, he is the SmackDown announcer now. Yeah, dude. I keep you forgetting have, that. You have, you have Booker. I mean, technically, I, I have know. David Otonga. No, you know, he's on the pre-show now. Oh, he good. Lost that, he lost that job. You know what? Deserved. I'm not going to argue with that. If only Percy Watson could lose his. Replace him with who? Uh, I don't know. It's it's developmental. He's developing. Let him... I, I'm not going to hold it against him. He's really bad, though. Oh, I know. At least Mara's going to try to help him, maybe. Thank God. But, uh, yeah, then the main show happened, and uh, the New Day took on the Usos. And, you know, that match was real good. It sure was. I was fired up for that. I was I was jumping up and down, yelling. You can see a bit. You know, did you remember the part where Kofi got powerbombed on the outside? Yes, I know. That's I saw you there. Did you see me with my hands over my mouth? Uh, yes, I, I am aware of what happened. It was pretty, it was pretty, I had a pretty good reaction to that when I watched it back on. Yeah, that was pretty much what I did. I was pretty shocked at that move. That is, hurt. I can confirm that you in fact did this and that I saw you and I was like, oh yeah, no, no, you can't see him on the main show because he's blocked by the pole, but there he is. Well, it's, you know, it's whatever. Fine. I was just saying it like, oh, you fucked up. Just... That's where I saw you. It sent me a bunch of times. I I hung out during the next match, too. But That's the only place I really saw you. Oh, you you really should have seen me during the next match. Oh, by the way, the, the New Day won. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I saw you guys win the tag belts the last time you... And not them. only that, but the weak version of, like, the lesser version of the New Day won, which is surprising. Yeah. I, th- I think they did have to throw you off. No, I'm, I'm not saying it like it's a, a bad thing. I'm saying, like, if anything, I thought it was, like, a fucking fantastic choice because, like, holy shit, like, look what a goddamn worker Xavier Woods has become. Yep, I think that they did that to sh- show you that it's he's not the weak link. That's why he got the pin. Like, just the way that he can move and just, like, the the height that he's able to get on jumps and everything like that, like... Yeah, I was actually impressed seeing that in person. He jumped real far. Even just with stuff like, you know, the honor roll and how he jumped into, like, that Samoa would drop uh, fucking mm-hmm. counter that the, the Usos had. And, and let's not beat around the bush here. Like, to me, who was expecting the Usos to win this match... As this did I. To, this to me was very much like, as I was watching this, like, oh, so this is the Uso showing, having a fuck you for not putting us, us on WrestleMania. You're going to fucking put us on SummerSlam assholes match. Yep. And I could get behind that. Yeah, I, I am still behind that. They should, be on, they should be on SummerSlam. They should do that rematch at SummerSlam. But it's funny, John, that this is... The fucking Usos, man. 
the last time that the New Day won tag team championships, I was there in person. I'm aware. And then they win them again. I'm also there because I thought I was going to miss it because I thought they were going to win them at SummerSlam again. But nope. They shot us all and they got the belts in Philadelphia. Wearing their America outfits. They Pretty were good. really America. Also, I want to point They're out... like, I'm John Cena! We'll get to John Cena later. But, uh... Also, I'm the John Cena! I want to point out, John, that at ringside, Big E was so damn sweaty. Oh my god, he sweated so much because he was running around so much. It was ridiculous. Very emotive, too. Yes. But like, oh, I got my shock face! The, the next match was uh, Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. And you should have seen me during this bit, John. Because when Nakamura was doing his entrance and he was like, I'm going to go over to the crowd and freak the fuck out like I do. Yeah, uh-oh. He, he looked right at me. And I said, I pointed at him going, do it. And he came over and he did it and I freaked out too. And it was Wait, awesome. hold on. You were playing Metal Gear Solid Five, and you, you did the D-horse thing where you say, do it. And he shits on you? Or he I shits? Mean, and I, put mean, your, I mean, Nakamura did not... But you are lying behind him because you want him to shit on Solid Snake's head because that's really funny. Because no, did I John, mention I'm five? John? I, yes, but also he didn't, instead of telling him to shit, I told him to do his freak out dance and he did it. Do it! And you could see me also doing it with him. It's awesome. It, that was real, I, that, that was a real cool moment. I got the, I got the party with Nakamura. And then the match happened and that sucked. Yeah. I can't believe how bad that match was. I can. I can't. Because when I talk to you about SmackDown, then I'll be really upset. But yeah. Yeah, because I heard that they did the match again on SmackDown and it was good this time. Yeah, I know. I know. Like... And here I was going to say, like, I can believe it because I don't think the Baron Corbin's still that all that good. And I could see him not really meshing with the, the strong style man. But hearing that they did this match and it was OK, like, what what the fuck happened? Well, he kicked them in the balls. That's well, yeah, but even before the, the ball kicking, the match wasn't all that great. No, it was just real slow and plodding and not great. Crowd was not into it. No. Crowd was into singing his entrance theme. Yeah, like, then, you have, then, like, the guy that the crowd super fucking loves, and then you have the guy that the crowd isn't, like, they don't hate him anymore. Like, well, I guess maybe you can you can speak to this more. Like, I was going to say, they didn't hate, they don't hate Corbin like we used to hate Corbin. Urban, like when we um, saw him at the tower. No, we, no, that was kind of the same reaction he got here. Oh, okay. Was us being mad because he kept doing like slow implying stuff, and I was talking to the people around me, going, "Yeah, he's doing this on purpose, just to be an asshole." But also, it's killing the match, so he needs to not. Okay, I stand. So, yeah, the, cra- the crowd was getting mad at him. You know, getting, he was getting heat, but the bad heat every time he was doing like a chin lock or something. X Pac heat, you could say. Sorta, but yeah. I mean, it's it's weird though. It's a fine line, I know, because like Jesus Christ, Kevin Owens does that, and he's amazing at it. Well, uh, we'll talk about that coming up. Like, God, I'm just you know, I'm just saying, like 
goddamn. Like I, I'm, I guess I'm trying to, you know, just to make it clear. I'm, I'm not saying that, like, you know, it's a necessarily good or bad thing as much as I'm trying to steer the conversation into what is it that about Baron Corbin where he doesn't, where it doesn't really work for him, whereas like Kevin Owens is able to do this fucking headlock master or shit, which is basically the same thing, and it's fucking incredible and amazing. Except. Again, we will talk about that later. Okay. But uh, the the thing with Corbin is that because he's not a good wrestler outside of that part, whereas Kevin Owens can turn it up and be really compelling, Corbin does that and then he continues just to be plotting and boring. Mm, good point. But yeah, and then he kicked him in the balls and everyone in the crowd got upset because like, what the fuck? And then he came back and beat the shit out of him even more, and everybody in the crowd got even more upset, because what the fuck? Well, no, we got we understood that part. We're like, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I, you know what I mean, upset. Nope. But I'm telling you from the live audience, the crowd wasn't angry at that. They just gave him normal wrestle heat, because we're like, oh, of course he's going to do that, because that's what the heel does. Yeah, you were like, fuck him. Stop being such a heel, you jerk. Yep, but also don't ruin the damn match as well. On a pay-per-view. Yes. Understandable. Uh, then we Again, had the f- no argument. Then we had the Fatal 5-Way Elimination match. And I got to see Naomi's entrance live. You did. With the, with, with the glowing You were belt. all upset, like, I'm not gonna see this! And then, no, she was on commentary. Yeah, but I got to see the glowing belt, and it's really fucking cool. That belt is so cool. Oh my god. I like it. I like shiny. it. She, she did drop it to the floor. It happened. The floor was brought. Yes. And then the match was okay. It was, you know what? I'm going to say the match was good. It was all right. I enjoyed it. Well, I bad. Just, it, was, it just wasn't like, problem, you know. The problem was that it wasn't a singles match, so they continually did the thing where everyone was on the outside and they just kept rotating in and out. Yep. And I was like, those parts are good, just disjointed. So it's hard to, like, get momentum for the crowd in this match. Yep. And then, all of a sudden, the eliminations came real fast. And Yeah, like, they just, like, started doing them lightning quick. Yeah, like, I one after the other, and the crowd was kind of like, oh, What? No. Stop. Stop, stop. Keep, please keep wrestling. Stop doing this. Especially when you eliminate the people we like, like Becky Lynch. Well, I mean, admittedly, first it was it was La- Tamina, and then it was Lana. Yeah, and we're like, that's cool, but I wanted to see... Like, the- yeah! And then, yeah! And then, oh, wait, no, no, no! Yeah, when, when Becky got eliminated, then we started getting upset. We're like, no, the match is going too quick, stop! But then we got the Charlotte and Natalia part, and that part was good. That part was good! And then it sh- they shocked everyone by Natalia getting the win. I don't know that I'd really call it a shock. I mean, I didn't find it as a shock. You know why? Why is that? She was the one wearing gold. Oh, yeah, no, clearly that. When as soon as she came out wearing the gold, I'm like, she's gonna win. Like it doesn't I'm like that doesn't make sense that she's gonna win, but she's gonna win. She's wearing gold. Sure made sense, I think. And then she won. Cause I thought Charlotte was gonna win, and then I thought the cash in was gonna happen. Hmm. The setup Charlotte versus Carmella. But that did not happen. Hear me out here. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Natalia, as much as I think it would be great to give Natalia one last run, considering that, you know, the, the interviews that came out, like, sort of recently that suggest maybe she's on her way out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, while I think that it would be a really good, a nice little thing to give her one last run, I don't think it's going to happen. But what? I could oh, totally... One more, hmm? one more round with the title, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, one good, like heal Joshi I'm a fucking badass and fuck all of you who for sleeping on me run I think that would be a really cool thing I don't think it's going to happen though but I could totally see her having like a fucking ace badass like really hossy match with Naomi and beating the ever loving dog shit out of her to maybe say for example set up for Carmella to cash in well yeah I, I expect that yes also, I, I just wanted to see a cash-in, because that's one of the things I have on my wrestling bucket list, is to see a cash-in happen. Fair! But, was not meant to be, but, yeah, I think Natalia is going to have a, like, a, a career-defining match at SummerSlam, if given the right amount of time. Here's hoping. And if she, she can pull Naomi through the match. Naomi's athletic and she can move around well. Just it's when it comes to wrestling skill, she doesn't quite have it. I don't know about that. But I that. think working with Natalia, she could possibly pull it off. I think that Naomi is perfectly skilled for what she does. I think it's just she does a very different type of of wrestling. You know, look, I think she's really good at what she does and what she does is She's a lot like, say, her husband, the Usos. Lily Superkick. And do, like, flying moves and use their butt. That is true, they do, yeah. You got me there. it up. She does kicks. I'm curious how this match will go. I hope Natalia has a career-defining match. Yeah, like, again, I think Natalia is perfectly good, or I think Naomi is perfectly good at what she does. I think she's definitely deserving of the title, uh, but I I do, you know, agree that I think that Natalia is a, a better wrestler. Also, I do not think that the cash-in will happen at SummerSlam. Really? I think it will happen the Tuesday after. Okay. Because they'll still be in Brooklyn. True. And she's the queen of Staten Island, so at some point she's going to get that belt while in her home city. There you go. Ah! People in the background of your place are having a great time. I know. But, uh, because they enjoyed what I just said. That's what well, it was. Well, good. Live studio audience. Um, next we have uh, the United States Championship match. Kevin Owens against AJ Styles. Guess what? I, Kevin Owens won. Well, and no, you you jumped ahead. I did. The match was not good. Oh, you didn't think so? It was real bad. Really? Oh, it was, it was a real right. bad match because I had so much hype going in, and then Kevin Owens is like, "I'm going to do headlocks," and then it's like he he do it. I'm like, "Yo, oh, you heal," and then he kept doing um. He's the headlock master. And I'm that's, like, I guess that's the problem is he didn't yell about being a headlock master. No, because I yelled at him and he didn't say it back. And then he kept doing it, and then the match ended before things heated up. I'm like, 
I'm gonna be honest, like I'm I might have tuned out for a good deal of this match. I, I didn't but, have that uh, I didn't have that luxury. True. But I I thought the ending was well done. I thought that like giving him like the sneak, oh man, I you had me in a, a pin well, or you had you, me in a, a submission and then whoa I Slid it back on you. Fuck you. Ha ha ha. I thought that was a cool. I'll talk to you about the finish in a a minute, but okay. The crowd was dead for this match, (laughs) and rightfully so because they did not bring the. They didn't not. They didn't turn up the heat and get the crowd into it when you were expecting such a huge match between these two because they're so talented. Yeah, and they didn't showcase that, and it just sucked the energy out of the room, which is baffling to me. And, uh, it is a very strange thing from, you know... And no near... Like, no big near falls or anything. They just had the one spot, which was the finish, which I'm going to talk to you about, where, uh... On TV, did they give you a good angle of what happened? Yeah. Because I had the perfect angle, because it was right in front of me. As soon as Kevin Owens rolled him, and the referee started counting... I pointed and yelled to the people in my crowd, like, wait, AJ Styles is shoulder down, no ones aren't. This is totally a pin on him. And then he count three, I'm like, holy crap, new champion. There's no controversy, Styles' shoulders were down, Owens were not. Yeah, I know. The, the referee made the right call. No, the referee 100% made the right call. I didn't know that there was a controversy. They were trying to bring up a controversy about it. I said, oh, they were both down... Like, no, there was, no, Owens was clearly up. You yeah, no, it, it looked to me like it was, it was, Owens had his up. Yep. And it was kind of crazy. And that's another one of those instances where we, you know, where you and I sat for SummerSlam, we had the perfect view of the Taker-Lesnar thing. Yep. Again, I had another perfect view of what happened, and referee this time made the right call, and like when we went... There you go. New new mm. champion. The new face of America. Except not! I mean, he's the champion. Except not! John? Yes? I'm not talking about SmackDown. I'm talking about Battleground. Look, man, SmackDown already happened. You can't new pretend that it didn't face happen. of America. Shut your mouth. Kevin Owens is champion forever. Shut up. It's not how it works. Shut up, John. Speaking of America, um, John Cena and Rusev had a flag match. They did. Guess what? It was fun. I like flag matches. Yeah. You know what I really like? What? Being able to see the whole second half of the flag match, which I did not get. Oh, boy. I did not get that. Because here's the thing, John. Um, The way the stage is set up nowadays... Yeah. The, the ramp doesn't really elevate much. Oh. So if you're on the floor, you really can't see what's going on over there if you're near oh the boy. ring. And then they had this whole elaborate setup of, oh, look, the stage is half American flag, half Bulgarian flag. Which looked really cool on TV. Which I have a picture of, which it looks incredible. Except, yeah, we're, when things are happening away from the ring, we're not going to show them on the screen. Oh, in dear. fact, during the entire pay-per-view, not once did they show what's happening on the ring on this on the, the Tron. What? Yeah. 
they never not once did they show the the feed on Tron. Why? And I, I don't know. And uh, so I could not see the end of the match. What? And uh, you know how in the arenas they have the scoreboard that hangs from the ceiling. Yeah. And they have a screen. Well, that's there. where they show. That's where they show the entrance Titantrons now. Yeah, and they also show the you know the cameras for the people up high. Yeah. Well, there's this thing called a Punjabi prison that's uh-huh. hanging above the ring. So they have to raise up that scoreboard above where the cage is. Oh, Jesus. So if I wanted to see what was happening, I had to tur- tilt my head all the way up to the point where it was, like, giving me pain. And I could just barely see what's happening. So, yeah, I missed, the- I missed the end of that match. I did not get to see Rusev going through those tables or them getting set up or anything. Great. I mean, it, it sounded cool. I it, heard it, things break and I cheered. Cool. Things broke and I cheered. Like, yeah, something Yay! happened. Something what happened. What the fuck? But yeah, I, I didn't get to see the end of the match I was ex- most excited about. Jesus. That's a bummer. It's, I watched it back and it was cool. It was cool. I, I like flag matches. I don't care what people say. It's cheesy as hell, but that's what I want. Did I want someone a cheesy- say that they didn't want a cheesy as hell flag match? Yeah, people are like, oh, why didn't they just have a normal match? Why can't they just have it where they take the flag? It's like, yeah, I like that, but also I think it's hilarious they have to have a race for the flag. To put it in the pedestal. I think that was really funny. And also, it makes, you know what, if we're going to fucking talk like, oh man, why don't they just do things like they used to do him. Like, if you're gonna fucking pull that card, you need to acknowledge that a flag match is fucking stupid because it's not hard to fucking climb up to the goddamn rope and take out the fucking thing. That's bad kayfabe. That's fucking pretending that this ridiculous thing that isn't fucking hard is actually, like, the fucking most arduous task in the world. Like, this is at least, you have to fucking do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And and that like last time they tried to change a flag match was t- they did it the wrong way cuz remember it was just a I mean match. the last time they tried to have the change the flag match it just wasn't a flag match it was just a match yeah. where then they played the fucking national anthem afterwards and dropped a flag. Yeah, whereas this one they Which took- made it a doubly stupid because like you know they only have one flag up there. Mhm. So and- again, you mm-hmm. break in the the illusion. Whereas this one, they took the concept of the old flag match and just added something to make it more dramatic. Yeah. And I liked it. I thought it was great. I. It's just a shame that, like, they did it wrong. Or at least not, not entirely wrong, but they did it, they did wrong by the live audience. Yeah, but aside from that, it was my second favorite match of the night outside of the tag match. It was an excellent match. I, I liked it a lot. Screw the haters. Also, did you notice something? I don't know if they edited it out of the replay or not, but uh, when Rusev came down, he did not have his flag. Yes. He had. I don't know if they showed this, but he had to run back up and go get his flag. <laughs> you see him just run up the ramp and grab his flag, and then he came back down the ramp again with it. Oopsies! It's really funny. Because they did not have the flag set up when he was coming out. Then they set him up on the stage like, oh shit, he didn't. He doesn't have his flag. Rusev, run back and get it. 
So seeing that in person, him having to run back up and then walk back down with it was really, really funny. Rusev, you silly boy. I don't know if they showed it on TV as well, but they had uh, the crew people actually take the flags and stand up and put them onto the uh, the poles. You Just to didn't... show, yo, this is not hard to do. Yeah. I just thought, from the live X perspective, I thought that was pretty good. Okay, then. Uh, we had Sami Zayn versus uh, Mike Kanellis with Maria Kanellis. Hooray! You want to you wanna know something, John? What? Remember when we went to SummerSlam and we were not in the front row? And there were creepy guys in the front row taking pictures? Oh, yeah, that was, that was miserable. Guess what? I was not in the front row. I oh, was in boy. the second row. You'll never guess I was near an old guy who was taking pictures of Maria's butt. Oh, boy. Like, zooming in, and it was like, what is... No! Good job, guy. Like, this is super gross. I don't like it. It really... It was really messed... really messed with me during this match. Well done, guy. So, old guy who's constantly sitting in the front row at these shows, I'm on to you. Stop Stop being a fucking creeper. Here's a question about this match. Why? Because Sami Zayn. Can we also talk about my favorite part of the night? What? It seemed like the crowd got really pissed off when they they realized that that the fashion police weren't actually having a match. No, we we weren't pissed. Really? Because it sounded like people were really upset when they when the two be continued popped up. I, I, I like it sounded it, like a lot of people in the audience like oh that did happen we did all go oh because not not because they weren't wrestling but it was because it was to be continued we thought it was going to be wrapped up we thought this was going to be end of the end of the story because they kept saying remember they said to be concluded at battleground I do remember that when it said to be continued oh the story keeps going it wasn't a bad all I was like oh man. We've been bamboozled. This is this is still going. We didn't get any answers. The crowd loved the segment. It, it was yeah, it was a great segment. Yeah, but that that was the all was at all. It's to be continued. Also, can I since I was talking about people in the crowd, um, so I'm around those people that are always front row with these shows. You know, like guy in met shirt and all that. Yeah, I know, I know the dude in this. The dude with this stupid jacket with all the the show names on it. I mean, not, not, yeah, but he's not usually in the front row. I'm talking about, about those assholes that you see at every show. Aside from you know that guy and sign guy are fine because they've been doing this forever. I don't know that I'd ever call a sign guy fine. I, I mean, during or the Brock sh- guy. No, Brock guy is terrible. I mean, sign guy is fine in the context of the show. He just brings a funny sign every now and then. And sometimes he goes a little wrong with it, but... I'm going to say he mostly goes wrong with it. Okay, fair enough. But I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the people that are on the camera side constantly. Okay. Oh, fucking suck. Oh, really? I don't like them. They're all a bunch of assholes. Especially because they took my seats in the front row, so I couldn't sit in the front row. Well, yeah. But also, like, before the show, all they were doing was they were uh, measuring their social media dicks. About, oh, look at all these followers I got and all that stuff. I'm like, 
Oh. How big are they? I just shook my hand like, fuck these people. Let let actual people who care about the show sit in these seats. Stop, stop, stop. Just stop trying to be famous. I just wanted to mention that because it really rubbed me the wrong way. You know, kind of like we had some of those people at SummerSlam when we went to. Oh, yeah. The like, first year. The second year was much better. Yeah. The second year we just had to deal with that annoying fucking, uh, that annoying fucking Swiss guy who kept holding up his bad Cesaro sign and pissing me off when I was trying to hold up Cesaro deserves better. Yeah. And also there was some vlogger who after every match he was yelling about it while, you know, having his back to the ring. Oh, the gun that saw the match and it was all shooting people. Yeah. I think that guy was at SummerSlam. I'm not sure, but he was at this show. I'm like, who cares? Shut up, dude. This isn't about you. I'm trying, trying to watch the Russell show. Just, just saying, pe- people around, people suck around the ring who aren't us. Yep. There's a reason we don't, you know, do stuff like that when we go. People who aren't us suck. Confirmed. Confirmed. And uh, let's talk about the main event. It was uh, Ginger Mahal versus Randy Orton in the Punjabi prison. I got to see the Punjabi prison. Congratulations. You got to see the third of three terrible matches. No, this match, this was the best one of the Punjabi prisons. Yes, it was the best one. Let me have this, John. Let, Let me have this. No one's saying it wasn't the best one. I'm saying that it's basically... Tallest little person. I enjoyed this match. Okay? I had a good time. I enjoyed staring at this structure, and that's it. Because I could not see inside of it. (laughs) You sure couldn't. I I posted pictures where I could show people, this is my view. You can kind of see the people in there, but you kind of can't. So, here's the thing, John. During this match... Crowd was very, very quiet. Very quiet. You know why? Couldn't fucking see what was happening. Yeah, it's a good reason. Like I wanted to be into this match. My, like, I, I bet cool shit's happening in there. I just can't see it. And then you see it on TV, and eh, not really. No, oh, I mean like it, they're they're wrestling a match. I was like, yeah, I want to watch here and boo, but you can't see, so I don't know what, what's happening. They sure put that counter up on the on the on the board, and we were counting down for the doors. Mm. Didn't really see the doors, but we knew they were going to close. Oh no! So yeah. And then the match got good when they got out of the first cage because the Singh brothers showed up. Yep. Which I did not see them get under the ring at any point, so that's good. That was pretty funny when they slid out. It's like, oh hey guys. I think they were under there the entire time. Probably. Which is impressive. But, uh, yeah. Then, the kendo sticks happened, and... Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. They beat the fuck out of each other with those kendo sticks. Huzzah! Like, they were... They made really loud noises, and they were, like, breaking. Like, he broke a couple of them, like, for realsies. It looked real good. And then he pulled out the chair, and 
I have to tell you that was that was the last those are the last chair shots I've ever heard. Oh no! Because Randy was just sw- he did not like give any fucks. He hit them as hard as he could with those chairs, and that's why I was popping like, yeah, this is crazy. So we all know Randy Orton is the real racist. I mean, he hates the same brothers. He hates everyone. But he really hates the same brothers, as we know. He tries to murder them for real. I also imagine he really hates Kali now. Talk about that. But uh, I I did like the spot where uh, the same brother went off the, the top of the cage. It sounded no, that was great. Good. It sounded real good. I couldn't say it because on the opposite side of me. But I saw it them looked up. cool on the television. Yeah, I watched it back. But I saw them up there, and then all of a sudden, one of them was not there anymore, and I heard a big crash. Yep, it was funny watching Randy say to him, "Ready?" before he he threw the 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 punch, and then the the other punch that knocked him down. It was like, okay, it's like, oh man, something big's gonna happen, and that happened. It's like, fuck, whoa, okay. That was a really big drop, so props to him. I tried to shoot a video of it, but when I look back at it, you you can't see anything, so... Hooray! The bummer. Then the great... Now, here's the weird thing about when Kali showed up, is that... Orton was climbing, and then we heard Jinder's music. Yeah, you hear Jinder's music, which was weird. And his Tron, and I said... Wait, did he get out? Did he like get out on the other side? Because I can't see shit. And then I heard someone yell, "Great Kali!" I'm like, "Wait, what?" And then Great Kali came out. Yep. He was like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "Why aren't you coming out to your normal music?" Why? Why is Tron the crazy thing with the tiger and then your eyes? Because that that Kali Titan Tron is the best. Yeah. Like I'm I'm always tiger. Oh, actually, no, I'm the Great Kali. I'm going to murder you. And, uh, yeah, Kali coming out and shaking the cage was incredible. <laughs> it was pretty good. Because Orton legit, like, was falling off of the cage. He shook it so hard. Except Orton had to navigate so that he fell into the cage instead of out of it, because he almost fell off the cage. Oh, no! It was great. Kali really shook it so hard that he almost fell off. Congratulations then, on almost killing Randy Orton. If only you succeeded. And then he choked them, and then... Tinder got out, and it was great. I thought that ending was fantastic. It was a pretty dopey ending, but in a way that I appreciate. But it's a dopey match. I, I wanted stupid things, and I got yes. it, so I'm yes. happy. Yes, no, again, I'm not arguing with it. I'm saying it was exactly what it needed to be. The Punjabi prison exceeded my expectations, which were pretty low. But yeah, I had a good time. I'm, I'm glad I went. Overall, it wasn't a great show. But I'm, I had fun. I will try to get a review up next week. It will it will be an odd review because it will be based off of seeing it in person. But uh, hopefully you enjoy reading it. Great thread. We'll read again. Awesome. So that's that's Battleground. I'm going to give it the... In person, I'm going to give it a th- one thumb up. All right. What would you give it from the television standpoint? Thumbs in the middle? Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. I, 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 get, I get it. Probably thumbs in the middle, yeah. That makes sense. I, I don't know how our how our fucking patented rating score would define it, but... No, no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not basing it on that, I'm basing it on just me. Oh, I know, I'm just saying. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. That's, that's that's about what I'd say. Okay, cool. So next up will be SummerSlam, which we're we're not going to. We are unfortunately not cool for the summer. But here's the thing, John. Being an idiot, I looked at the tickets for NXT Takeover. I I've done that too. Guess what? Trust me, I've done it. Guess what, John? What? Those tickets are not expensive. I know. For like a hundred dollars or like about hundred fifty bucks, we could get lower bowl. I know. I'm. I'm getting the itch. I've trust me. I've been to. And I don't want to do it because I should be saving up for the Royal Rumble, but we will see if we may, we may end up going to takeover. We might. We'll, we will. We will look into this. So, stay tuned. Hey, John. Yeah? How about you tell me about Raw, which I did not watch? Uh, you didn't miss much. They they put a lot of things in motion. They're, they're certainly getting ready for uh, SummerSlam. Some of that stuff doesn't seem like it's going to be very good. Oh, bad. The main events should be great, right? The main event is... Something I am very much looking forward to, and they began Raw this week by announcing the, announcing the main event of uh, the fatal four-way between Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, and Samoa Joe for the uh, WWE uh, Universal Championship. Hey, John. Yeah? Called it. You did. And, hey, that's a cool thing. I'm excited to see that. I want to see that. What I'm not excited for and don't want to see is... The triple threat that they're doing between Samoa Joe, Brock Lesnar, and Braun Strowman next week on Raw. They're giving way too much with that. Yeah. And, hey, remember how they did Extreme Rules where they fucking had, like, all the, basically all the people fight a bunch of matches beforehand? So, you know they're gonna fucking give away, uh, fuck, they're gonna, like, spend the next couple weeks probably doing, like, here's Brock... Roman Reigns and, and Samoa Joe again, or here's Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe. Here's one of these fucking matches. That's bad. Like, I, you know, obviously I can't say for sure that they're going to do that, but this is raw. They're going to do that. Yeah. They're lazy. Here's the thing, though, John. Too, and they don't put any effort. They put the bare minimum of effort into building up their main event matches. And here's the thing about the Fatal 4-Way, John. That sounds like a real cool match. Yeah. And I did the thing where I looked at tickets for SummerSlam. I said, well, if I wanted to see that match, would it be out of the realm of possibility? Yeah, those tickets are too expensive for that. (laughs) That that match is not worth it. Yeah, and the problem is doubly, I think, that, like, when when you give away the triple threat, like they're going to do next week, you run the risk of taking the bloom off the rose with your mat, with your regular match, because what you're revealing is the fact that, as I have written in the ALL, ALN that I'm, I'm finishing writing here, mm-hmm. uh, is it basically turns Brock Lesnar into what he's become lately, which is the personification of SNK boss syndrome. He's unbeatable, he fucking sucks, and all he does is spam fucking throws and super moves. Mm-hmm. He spams suplex and F5. That's Brock Lesnar now. Yeah, it's not going to be compelling. And also, he feels like he's like an outsider because he's not participating in all these extra yep. matches. 
I mean, yeah, and he's going to be on the show next week to be like, Rob Brock Lesnar, gurp, gurp, gurp. But, like, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the problem is, you know, the only compelling story they can really tell with Brock Lesnar at this point is someone pins Brock Lesnar, someone beats Brock Lesnar, and now they're giving themselves an out where they can take the title off Brock Lesnar and once again not have him lose. It was, and you get to the question, who the fuck is finally going to beat Brock Lesnar? How long are they going to do this fucking story? Forever. And also, guess what? They're going to take the belt off him without pinning him. God damn it! They're totally going to do it. Either The title's either going to go to Samoa Joe or Braun Strowman. And that's the problem here, is that I would love for the title to go on either of those guys. They're both fantastic and they both deserve it. But not like this. Yeah, I know. But it's going to happen. Like, honestly, if you're telling me that, I would, at this point, I'd much rather they just fucking bit the fucking bullet and had Roman fucking pin him. They're, they're saying that for WrestleMania. It may not be for the title, or it may be for the title, we don't know. But that's when it's going to happen. They're not going to do it at SummerSlam, come on. It's the party of the summer, dog. Yeah, but also, they, they fuck Brooklyn, we're not coming back after this year. They might. Do you really think they are? Why not? Where will well, they go? Philadelphia. That's just crazy talk. They're going to go back to L.A. Or maybe they'll go overseas. Maybe they'll do it in the U.K. Uh, That would actually be cool if they did that. So, of course, they're not going to do that. Of course not. Then they're not going to do Canada. Nope. Fuck those guys. Who knows? Speak French. That's weird. All we know is that this is the last year they're contractually obligated to do it in Brooklyn. True. Unless they extend it. Which Which I, I can see them doing. I don't see them doing it. Really? I see them just doing it like, oh, we'll do it these times and we'll do it another place for three years and we'll rotate it. I mean, they did L.A. for five years and remember that they extended with L.A. Like, they weren't going to do it. They were going to go away and then they're like, no, we're going to do one more year in L.A. Well, they only were going to do Brooklyn one year, then they extended it to three. We'll see. I'm curious to see what they do after, because this is the last year. I thought that they announced Brooklyn as a three-year deal. They did. That's what I'm saying. This is the last year of the three years. Well, that's what I'm saying is, yeah, they, but they announced LA as having been, oh, for a certain number of years too. And then they, you know, extended it. Well, no, what I'm saying is that for Brooklyn, it was just the one year. And then remember the day after on Raw, they announced they extended it two more years. I and mean, th- and that's when I said, hey, John, did you have a good time? Do you want to do this again next year? I, I honestly don't remember that. I thought they always announced it as three years no, from they, the beginning. No, because I showed you in our hotel on Monday before we went to Raw. I said, look at this at. At holy shit, they're doing this two more years. We should right. plan to do it again. And that's when we planned to go again, and we did do it. And then the third year just didn't work out. It doesn't matter. Anyway. The point is, I don't want it in Brooklyn, because I don't want to be tempted again to do the travel package. It's expensive. Well, I want, I want that, we I have a Patreon that. now, so maybe people will give us money. They, they, they haven't given us enough for that yet. 
Hope Springs Eternal. Fair enough. T- tell me more about Raw. Do you want to hear about the women's match? What about it? Sasha oh, 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 Banks wait, and Bailey had a number one contenders match to see um, who's going to fight Alexa Bliss at the SummerSlam. Oh boy. And? This match is pizza. I'm, again, I'm cribbing from my column here, but this match is pizza. What's that mean? Uh, it means... Okay, let me rephrase. Pizza from your local spot, as I put it. It's it's good. Sometimes it's even great. Like, But you've seen this match so many times that you know exactly what you're going to get. You know exactly what to expect. And it's not, you know, this match is not going to surprise you. No, but here's the problem, though, John. Yeah? This match headlined NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 1. Yeah. Now it's just a match on Raw. That yep. is whatever. Yep. What the fuck? I mean, I think that speaks to the women's division and the fact that, like, nobody, there's just, at this point, still so few fucking people in the women's division that it's not like anybody's really getting over that much. But what the fuck, man? These were superstars. They were. And what? I mean, they still are superstars. And they, they could had have a... saved this match and built it up. It'd been a big deal, but they didn't. I mean, could they, though? Like, let's, let's be honest here. They're basically the only two credible faces in the entire women's division on this show. And like, one of them might be turning heel. Yeah, and Sasha has been in, this, in a state of turning heel for, like, five years now. How's that going? Um, I mean, she indicated once again that she's probably going to turn heel. Problem is, I think that they're just going to keep fucking dragging it out. And hey, you want to bet that this is going to end with fucking, let's say, for example, uh, Sasha screwing Bailey out of the title at the SummerSlam? Oh, that would suck so much. Get hype for it. Nah, I'm good. It sounds awful. Owen, I don't think you understand what I'm saying here. You are going to get hyped for it. I'm not going to get hyped. It's going to happen. I'm just not hyped for it. You are going to get hyped for it. I swear to fucking God. Okay, Vince, chill. I'm just just giving you the the Vince McMahon treatment, okay? Next, you're going to cancel my show? Yeah. And then tell me on Twitter? Yeah. Great. I'm I'm glad you're figuring out how this works. Who won? Uh, Bailey won. Like what? We're gonna get that, this match again? That's the entire point, man. Is that Bailey won, and so that Sasha can fucking turn heel or whatever. Sucks. Yeah, it does. That kills and- Sasha's momentum from the last pay per view. So that makes that whole finish pointless. I mean, look. And then we're reheating up this Alexa Bailey thing that no one cared about in the first place. Yeah, like, we've gone... Yeah, it's basically the epitome of we've gone nowhere. This is dumb. What's Emma doing? She, 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 she uh, actually, Emma was on this paper, was on this show. Hey, John, you want to know a secret? Yeah. I know what she did. It's, I just want you to explain it to me. Yeah, Emma came out and rightfully made the point of, 
why the fuck am I not on the show, what the fuck, I started the Women's Revolution, which, yes, I know that now officially canon Stephanie McMahon started the Women's Revolution, so anyone saying that is a heel, but no, Paige and Emma started the Women's Revolution, that's what happened, fuck you. That's the facts, dog. I was I was at the NXT TakeOver arrival when it happened. Confirmed. Yep. Confirmed. That is what happened. That is the canon truth. The first, Fuck anyone who says otherwise. The first great women's match in WWE in forever. Yep. Maybe ever. No, that, that's not true. The cage... Trish Strass had a lot of great matches with Lita. Did she? The time they made that Raw win a cage match, that was great. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm i going to be honest. I don't think Lita's very good. And no, I haven't no. seen a lot of... I have not seen a lot of Trish Stratus, admittedly. But the sense I've gotten from people, a lot of people that I've talked to and read that have watched Trish Stratus is that Trish Stratus was good for her time, but maybe not great. Oh, she's not great, but she... she... For women's wrestling in WWE, she was one of the people that really paved the way to set up for where we eventually went to. I might even make a comparison to one of my former favorites, who I I also think in retrospect, like, as much as I love them and I love their character, maybe they weren't that great wrestlers. Who? AJ. Yeah, I, I agree. I would agree with that. Yeah. Her octopus stretch was fucking great. She had some real good moves. She was talented as shit. I don't know if she could hang with the people that they have now. Let me put it to this way. In their eras, when women's wrestling was where it was, they were the ones trying to get us in the direction of where we are now. Okay, fair. They aren't at the level where we're at, but they started pointing us in this direction. And now that we have... Which trainers. you could definitely say about AJ as well. Yeah, and now that we have trainers in the performance center that can actually teach, you know, and you know, cultivate them into actual care about the wrestling and not just hair pulling. Bless you, Sarah Del Rey. Yeah. Now they're on the level of the men. So sometimes even better. I mean, so I'm going to say Sarah Del Rey. I'd say that the look, I'd say that potentially. Not you know what? Not even potentially. Okay. Bailey and Sasha had the best match of the night. Okay. Also, I'm going to say Sarah Del Rey is the one who started the women's revolution. Also true. Hmm? It's just again, this match is pizza because we've seen it so many times. And I can't believe you're saying that about these two. Yep. But you're correct, and that sucks. And you know that's kind of the problem is. We've seen all of this so many times. We've seen fucking Bailey doing this bullshit with Alexa Bliss so many times. We've seen Sasha on the verge of turning heels so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, when are they going to finally start building someone new up? <laughs> like, aside from just up. having, like, fucking Nia Jax floating around somewhere in the ether, pinning fucking Emma for to make like you know ah ha ha the our fucking cool face manager uh 
punish this heel for being like, you don't give me any fucking shit to do. Maybe I'll date your fucking new son and you'll fucking give me attention. Why isn't Nia Jax getting this title shot? There's an actual story there. I mean, they... Sort of? Is there? Yeah. What what is the actual story? Nia even said she wanted a title. She was going to do that shit for Alexa, and then she was going to go into her title, and they never followed up on it. No, they did, remember? No, I don't remember. Oh, well, they totally did. It was stupid. Oh, great. Uh, No, Nia, Nia totally got the title shot, and then... Dana Brooke and fucking Mick James came out to watch her to watch Alexa fucking die and Alexa attacked them and drew dis- a disqualification because they f- they fucking beat the shit out of her after or she attacked them. And that's it. Yep. They didn't follow up after that. Nope. Well, I mean, they followed up with Nia Jax getting really fucking pissed off at off at everyone and beating the shit out of all of them. And then that's it. That yeah, that's it. That's basically what happened. That's terrible. But no, Nia technically got her ter- her title shot. You should. And Alexa weaseled her way out of it, which is smart. I still think that they would be the that would be the match I would want at SummerSlam. Not this again. It's the the problem with that though is that's heel against heel. Yeah. And, like, you really think that, like, that kind of storytelling... Turn Nia babyface for this. They have three shows to do that. Yeah. Fine, do it. That's, like, no time! John, this is... You're acting like they need to actually, like, make it compelling and stuff. This is the Raw Women's Division. No, that's the thing. They do. Like, I I don't know. Like, the, the solution is not, oh, well, whatever. They just fucking... Figure some shit out. I don't know. Because that's, again, that's what they're going to fucking do with the Intercontinental title, and that's fucking terrible. Hey, John. Remember when Mickey James was a heel? Yeah. And then just one day she was a face? It wasn't just one day. It was literally... It was literally one day. They had Alexa Bliss beat the dog shit out of her. And that's it. You can't do that with Nia Jax. Just had Nia Jax beat the shit out of... Alexa, and that's it. That's all you need. I, I don't, John. I just don't want Bailey <laughs> to have another shot at it. It's all I want. I want something new. I'm just saying that this is not the way to do it. This is just continuing Raw's inability at storytelling. Which again, let's talk about the Intercontinental Championship. Please do. What the fuck is going on with the Intercontinental Championship, Owen? I don't know. I'm busy dealing with what's going on with the U.S. title. So Miz is currently is still feuding with Dean Ambrose, and I guess now also feuding with Seth Rollins. Okay. And like they had the match this week where it was the two on three handicap match where the the fucking two form Shield guys fought the Miz and the Miz Taraj, and of course the Shield guys won because it's the Miz and fucking Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Uh huh. But like, what 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 the fuck is happening here? Like. Their whole, they've basically just been using The Miz as a cudgel to get, like, Ambrose and fucking Rollins to be friends again, to try and get fucking Rollins over as a babyface, because nothing else has worked. But here's also the thing, because I saw, I, I heard about this, about this match. 
So they're feuding with the Intercontinental title guy, right? Yep. Except they had a cutaway to the tag title champions. So are they going through the Intercontinental title or are they going into the tag titles? Which one is it? I mean, they're technically not a tag team is the thing. But it seems like this is building up to them being a tag team. I hope not. That would be stupid if they did that. But here's the thing. If they do that, I someone else pitched this that I heard, and I kind of like it. Is that they go after the tag belts, right? And find, you Because know, Dean Ambrose is reluctant to team up with Seth because, yo, we all remember the Shield breakup. Yeah, of course. He's been hurt before. He, that's why he didn't do when, when Seth tried to do the Shield thing with him. Uh, Ambrose wouldn't do it. Yeah, so here's the thing. What if this keeps going on and they won't trust him and finally he gets Ambrose to trust him, right? And then Ambrose attacks him. Ambrose turns heel. I could see it. That way you have Seth have a reason to be a likable baby face and you breathe new life into Dean Ambrose. Okay. Here's my alternate take here. Fuck all this? No, but fuck Dean Ambrose mostly. Remember you used to like him? Oh, I, I do. I did. He was great. And they've done nothing with him. Mm-hmm. But my idea instead was you got to shuttle Dean Ambrose from all of this and just get the, get the Intercontinental Championship on Seth Rollins. I think yeah. that would be a, I think that would be a really smart actually a very smart idea. It solves two problems of it gives Seth Rollins something to actually like stand behind and have a character mode motivation and th- and thing that like actually if he's, you know, if his character is still just going to be I'm the man but you like me now then I I think that like giving him this title and having him do the John Cena AJ Styles like open challenge fighting champion thing would be a really good way to do that. How about this, John? How about I pitch this to you? Plus, and and it also just not to cut you off there, but just to finish. Plus, it, it, again, it puts the belt on someone you know again like Styles, like Cena, who is really fucking good and can go. How about this, John? How about at SummerSlam, we have Seth Rollins win the title? The Intercontinental title? Yeah. Then on Monday, we had the Miz win it back. Okay. How about we just have the title keep swapping between two people? Doesn't that sound like a great way to build the mid-court title? No. What are we doing, Matt? It's great. It's brilliant. It'll totally work. I I don't know. Remember when they did that with uh, having Dolph Ziggler lose the the Intercontinental Championship like every month and then win it back? But here's the thing. Remember Luke Harper's Intercontinental Championship run? Yeah. How about here's the thing. Those guys fucking suck. How about we do it between people that we actually care about? Wait, Dolph Ziggler sucks. It's finally, something we agree on. Well, yeah. So how about we just do it with people that we care about and make it compelling? And then we're like, who knows? Maybe the title will change hands at house show. Who knows? It's exciting. It's new. I, I, I legitimately like that with the U.S. title. I just want to throw that out there. It will not, that will not work with the Intercontinental title because fuck that belt. I mean, it could work. It's just I, I don't. 
I don't think they're going to do it. No, of course not. They're already doing it on SmackDown. I don't know if it's really working there either, but yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it. Exciting. Okay. Keep, keep going with Raw. You got anything else? Yeah. Uh, remember when Finn Balor fought uh, fucking Eli Sampson last week? And he hit him with a non-gimmick guitar, and I got very angry about it. Yeah, it was pretty cool, wasn't it? No. Did, did you see his shoulder all taped up because Yoey got fucked up? Yeah, it was pretty cool, wasn't it? Did you like where they showed a replay of it during this match? For no reason, just besides fuck you looking at, look at this guy who has concussion issues get fucking nailed with something? Yeah, it was pretty cool, wasn't it? No, stop saying it was cool. It's, there's nothing cool about this. Well, the point is they had a fucking another match. A no match this time. Did he hit him in the head with something else? Uh, yes. Fuck, man. A kendo stick? I mean, well, not really the head. More, you know, hit okay. him in the, the fake head. Wait, his dick? No, like his shoulders. His shoulders fucked up. Stop it. Remember he uh, dislocated his shoulder? No, there's just no making you happy. No, there's nothing that made me, will make me happy about this. Finn's, remember Finn guy's shoulder dislocated and he had to pop it back in during SummerSlam. It got surgery. Yeah, let's attack his surgically he repaired shoulder. He get thrown shoulder. against a wall again. Well, yeah, let's, let's beat up his surgically repaired shoulder. I'm sure that's smart. Whatever, it's the wrestling. Yeah, I, I know, I'm just being, I'm just being the voice of angry person. Yes, you are. And it's, it's stupid, so stop. This Elias Samson thing is stupid. <laughs> it is the, stupid. Because the finish is But you is know what's stupid. even stupider? The finish. Yep. Bray Wyatt. I can't believe I didn't see this coming. Finn Balor is about to win, and then Bray Wyatt's all like, Hey man, I'm a guy... I'm going to Sister Abigail you and then hang out in the corner all upside down while Lye Samson pins you. Hey, John. Yay! John? Yes, son? Is your, is your house up for rent? Is there a house of horrors match? Yeah, dude. House of horrors, too. No. In Brooklyn. Let's no. go. Let's no. go. No. <laughs> house of horrors, too. Live from John's living room I mean I could put on a house of horrors match but I'm not sure you want to see where this goes I'm going to drop your fridge on you I'm sure that'll keep you incapacitated I'm saying the match is going to just be masturbating while watching I don't know watching what finish, finish the joke listening to spoon Eh, that was that was disappointing as a finish of this match. Yeah, I didn't have something. It was masturbating. Well, I don't know. If Steve Rawl didn't have anything either, so they just threw this together. Not good. I mean, they did have something with this whole making Ambrose and Rollins friends again. It's just to what end? Like. Why and why are you using the Miz as the fucking pawn for it instead of I don't know making his Intercontinental Championship mean something? Ah, good one. Intercontinental title means something. Very funny, John. 
I hope spring's eternal. John, this is the same brand that had a storyline going for months about Kurt Angle and all these possible good endings, and then it ended up being, oh, we're going to just break up one of the best tag teams in the company, and that's it. By the way, Owen. What? Jason Jordan? No. Still Kurt Angle's son. No. He never was. He never will be. Still Kurt Angle's son. This needs to be a ploy by a conspiracy between uh, Jason Jordan and Corey Graves to try to undermine Kurt Angle. I'd be okay with it, but... They're not going to do it. No, of course they're not going to do it. Jason Jordan is Kurt Angle's son. He had his first Raw match this week. Whoopee. Kurt Angle was all like, I got butterflies. Fuck off. Jason Jordan was all like, I got butterflies too. Ha <laughs> ha. Fuck off. I have a question for you, Owen. The answer is fuck off, but please continue. Has Kurt Hawkins ever won a match? Um, ever, yes. N- not ever, as in, but since he's come back. Yes. Has he? Now here's my, here's now the better question is has he won one this year in, in the year 2017? That the answer is no. He hasn't. Actually, you know what? We have a uh, a stat section. I can look at his 2016 stats. Would you? He like- is. I I I appreciate. No, I don't appreciate. It. Let me let me rephrase this question. Why? What the fuck does Vince McMahon have against red haired people? Because it's clear that he just replaced f- fucking Kurt Hawk. He slated with Kurt Hawkins. So what? What the fuck does Vince have against people with red hair? Gingers have no soul. The. All right, John. Okay. Here you go. Kurt Hawkins, twenty seventeen record is zero and seventeen. Right. Yes. His twenty sixteen I mean, record, one and four. Okay. So he's won a single match. Did he beat, like, Apollo Crews or something once? He probably won by DQ or something. Sure. So there you go. He has won one one match. Sure. Fuck Jason Jordan. Actually, no. That's the problem. Is I like Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan's cool. But fuck him as Kurt Angle's son. Why are they doing this? Because we're not allowed to have nice things. Like, this is just so fucking stupid. And it's, you know, I don't have anything fucking new to say from, you know, last week. But it's, you know, the same fucking thing I said last week. It's like, this doesn't benefit him. This doesn't benefit anyone. Like, it doesn't make Kurt Angle look cool because he has, like, a secret black son he never knew about. Like, it doesn't make Jason... Like, you know, they had Jason Jordan do an interview this week where it's like, I always wondered where I got my athletic talents from because my, uh, you know, dad, who I thought... The man I thought was my father, or my parents, weren't athletic at all. But it's... And again, it's like, yeah, the, now it just makes it seem like, okay, so all of... Fucking Jason Jordan's accomplishments are because of Kurt Angle. Yep. How does that benefit him? It doesn't. I I don't want to talk about this anymore. If anything, it makes it it turns it into some weird like eugenics fucking argument. 
and we already have one eugenicist on the roster on the roster and i'm glad that they're on your show frankly because i don't want to deal with her wait what charlotte oh yes genetically superior yeah 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 okay Is that it for Raw? Yeah, that's it for Raw. Wait, no, one more thing. Fuck. Hey, Owen. No. Do you like the Revival? The yeah? Yeah, Revival's cool. They they had an interview with the Revival in the ring. They, Charlie Caruso. Did they clank their fists? No, but they, you know, talked about being top guys and everything. And then... Who would show up to inter- to interrupt... But Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson! Wait, they're heels. Yup! Wait, the Revival are heels. Yup! No. And then they had a match! I just said they're both heels. Yup! John. This doesn't make any sense. Don't worry, the match never ended. Wait, it's still going? No, I mean, it ended, but it, it never came to a conclusion because... The Hardy Boys showed up. Sure. Are the Revival going to break them? I hope so, but... More importantly, Owen... Where the fuck are Sheamus and Cesaro? They're in the... Remember they showed them during this... Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose thing. That's where they are. They're busy. I completely forgot about that again. And... What the fuck?! Like, literally, this is fucking week three of, like, no mention of them whatsoever. Why why would they mention them? Do they they possess something that should matter? Oh, no, of course not. It's not like they're the champions of the entire division or anything. No, no. Also, I want to point out that I got to see the the blue-strapped tag belts for the first time in person. That blue is real nice. Okay. I want to point out that the blue leather on those belts is real nice in person. Okay. I have, have not seen the red ones yet. I cannot comment. If it's anything like the Universal title, it's garbage. It's probably garbage. Okay. Which is how they're treating those belts, so confirmed. Anyway, that's it for Raw. Cool. Since I talked... Like, about- the wrestling was good, but... Everything else they're doing is sad and depressing. Okay. Fair enough. And I'm I'm cannot wait for a few more weeks of sadness and or depression. Fair enough. So uh you wanna hear about SmackDown? Tell me about the return of Chris Jericho and AJ Styles winning his title again. Oh thanks for just you know ruining everything, John. It's it already happened. People know. know. It's no. not a secret. Some people don't watch the shows and just tune in to us because they'd rather hear it from us. Do they? Yes. Confirmed. They still probably knew at least a little bit. Anyway. Anyway, I'm I'm just going to briefly talk about SmackDown since I went into detail about Battleground. So uh, Chris Jericho made his surprise return two days late for me. He broke the walls down. Yeah, I wish I could have seen him in person, but I didn't. He did beat, punch that person in the grocery store in the face and put him in the walls of Jericho. Probably shouldn't have done that, but hey, you know, they cut, they cut, they cut, in, front, they cut in front of him in line. 
That's true. what happens. But if you're AJ Styles and you do that, you get put on the list. And then he's like, Ashley, I'm still supposed to get a title rematch. And Styles like, well, Ashley, I'm supposed to get a title rematch. And then Shane's like, you guys both are going to get your title rematch. But yo, fuck SummerSlam. We're doing it tonight. What? He did actually say fuck SummerSlam. <laughs> they bleeped it out. Really? Well, no, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said forget about SummerSlam. But you, you know what he wanted to say. I see, I see SummerSlam driving around town with the girl I love, and I'm all like, forget SummerSlam. Yep, that's, what he, that's exactly what he said. Then, then Celia Green showed up again, and everyone's like, ah, get out of here, you're super racist. And then he racist. put a, a Quaalude and a lady's drink. Nope, and up. Nope. He did that. He le- he he pleaded no contest to doing that. I, I, I know, but I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Good. Let's not talk about CeeLo Green then. Okay, fair. You're the one that brought the lyrics. This is all shit. You. You're right. Damn it. <laughs> this is all my fault. It is all your fault. Why'd you do this? You're the one that's. I, I, God, no, no. Fuck you. You tricked me. Sure. Anyway, they set up the uh, the triple threat for the main event on SmackDown, and I'm like, that's cool. That should be a great match. Should be better than the one that I saw in person on Sunday. Spoilers, it 100% was. Speaking of that, uh, the whole theme of SmackDown this week was uh, we're just going to do 50-50 booking from Sunday because fuck that show. I'm like, great. Thanks, guys. Because Nakamura and Corbin had a match and Nakamura won clean. Was this a no DQ? No, just normal match. Corbin decided it's not it's, Owen's not in the crowd so we're I'm not going to kick him in the balls this time I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to kick him in the balls however he didn't huh okay. uh, then we had a tag match with uh, Ty Dillinger and Sami Zayn taking on uh, the guys that beat the, that beat them on Sunday which is Aiden English and uh, Mike Kanellis Mike Kanellis did not beat Sami Zayn on Sunday Crap, you're right. My bad. Fucked up! Either way, the good guy... Ty Dillinger won. So he got his revenge. Good. Because That's weird, because at the end of the match, they said they both got their revenge from Battleground. But So yeah, I guess they're just pretending that Battleground didn't happen yeah, for Sami Zayn. Apparently. That's... What? Fair! Uh, that match shouldn't have happened for Sami Zayn. You know what? I'm not going to disagree with you on that one. But then uh, the so I mean not the uses uh, the new day the new tag champions did their entrance thing where they went oh Richmond and then all of a sudden three cut time out. tag team champions. Yeah, but then Biggie got cut off, and then all of a sudden you see the Usos drag out Xavier and Kofi all beat up. Sure. Which is the first time anyone's interrupted that entrance. And then Biggie came out all disheveled, and he got double super kicked in the face, and Usos murdered them. That's cool. It's a new day for murder. But yeah, I like this. I like this. Usos getting more serious and being badasses. I approve. This was cool. Also, it uh, you know it continues the story without them constantly having matches with each other. 
which was cool. Yep. But again, this was a losing team from Sunday getting their revenge, which the commentary continually kept saying revenge. You know who did not get revenge? No. Randy Orton. He was on the show at all. Well, I mean, yeah, he had to sell the deadly effects of being choked out by Kali. Kali was also not on the show, which makes me think, was that a one-time thing? Oh, it was a one-time thing. That's cool. Doesn't Kali, like, fucking do shit with, uh, with Impact now? No. Of course not. I thought, no. I, again, I could be wrong, but I remember hearing that Kali's training, that Kali's uh, gym that he has in India works with, uh, works with uh, TNA. Probably, like probably, but not him, is what I'm saying. He's not, he's too big for GFW. Yeah, but it's his thing that he runs. He, but still, if WWE called him, he would still show up. Yeah, I'm, again, I'm not saying it like, oh my god, uh, Kali wouldn't come back as much as it's like, Kali's doing stuff. But also, I'm thinking, isn't he going to have a match with Randy Orton at SummerSlam? Great Kali. Yeah, wouldn't that make sense? Orton needs something, and he just got screwed out of a match by Kali, so wouldn't you think he'd have a match with Kali? Does Orton really need something? He's a big star. He should be on the card for SummerSlam. Where else would you put him? Nowhere. Okay. That's, that's my honest answer. Is I, I just nowhere. I don't. Does he really need something like the man's look? Like I get it. People like the Randall Snake Man. He's like, not fucking Cena though. People like him more than you realize. All right. And he's a more of a, he's more of a timer than John Cena is currently. And yeah. Also, um, did you see this segment with Jinder Mahal? Shit, no, I didn't see anything. Oh, this is great. Jinder Mahal comes out and he's uh he's like, I'm, I'm, I won. I'm I need and I need an opponent for SummerSlam. And then John Cena's music hit. Because John Cena. And then Because John Cena. And then the best part is Jinder just says, Stop, don't shut up, don't say anything, I know what you're gonna say, and then cuts Cena's entire promo for him. Saying that you cheated at on Sunday, you needed all everyone's help to retain your title, and that you're. And he says like, "Yeah, you're you're not even a man. You're not even a man, and I'm John Cena, and I'm gonna fight you for the title and take it from you because I'm John Cena." Pretty much cuts John Cena's promo for him, word for okay. word, and John Cena says, "Well, actually, no, that's not what I was gonna say." I was gonna say I understand that you worked hard and you earned that championship when you got it, and that you'll do anything to retain it because it means that much to you, and I respect that. But also, I'm John Cena, <laughs> and whether you like it or not, I'm gonna take that belt from you, and you can't stop me. And that, and now hit my trumpets. Which he straight up said, now hit my trumpets and his steam hit, and then he left. <laughs> Which might be my favorite thing Cena's ever done. 
That that actually is really good. If that was going to be John Cena's new thing is, I'm John Cena, hit my trumpets. Also, he said, part of it was, I'm going to beat you because I'm Super Cena. And I always win. Did he actually say that? Yes. He actually said, I'm Super Cena, and I always win. It's so good. It's so meta. So he's going to lose now. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Danny Bryan came out before Cena left and said, um, actually, you don't make the matches. Me and Shane make the matches. And I don't is... and I don't make the matches either. Wait, no, no, no this is not him on Talking Smack. This is him in canon in, in kayfabe now. And, and he said, you this is the land of opportunity. You don't just you know get title shots. You have to earn them. So next week. You have a number. You have a match to determine who fights Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam, and you. But know who- who's gonna be in that match? Do you actually know? No. It's gonna be for the first time ever, John Cena versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh. Okay. Cool. I I, I want to see that match real bad. That Let's- match looks. That match real sounds real good. That does sound pretty good. That's real good. I'm really excited, but also the graphic of showing John Cena versus Shinsuke Nakamura, and then at the bottom it's saying "Winner faces Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam" is the most fucked up thing imaginable. Welcome to our dark future. It's crazy, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that next week. It's gonna be great. And then the main event of. Uh, the show was Jericho, Styles, and um, Kevin Owens. And they burned the house down. Yay! It was everything I wanted the match on Sunday to be. Which, again, made me super upset. But why didn't I just go to Richmond? I mean, I, I wouldn't have gotten to see that Punjabi prison, but... Still. Oh, yeah, Richmond, the hotbed of cool things. I mean, no, but still, they got a, they got a better show than I got. I suppose. But whatever. I, I still had a good time. And uh, this main event was hot fire. And Jericho hadn't missed a single step. It's great. But also, um, AJ Styles won. Because what happened was that uh, Kevin Owens hit the frog splash off the top rope to Kevin Owens. Zayn came in, threw Owens out of the ring, and took the pin. Wait, what? Yeah, Owens hit a frog splash on Jericho. AJ Styles came in while Owens was pinning and threw him out of the ring, then took the pin for himself. You said Zane. Not Zane. I mean, Styles. That's why I was confused. I was like, wait, when Sami Zayn showed up? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I misspoke. I meant AJ Styles. Okay. So Styles pinned Jericho. So Owens lost the belt without being in the finish. And he got on man, and Owens grabbed the mic, says, no, this is unfair, this is garbage. Fuck all this. I'm invoking my rematch clause next week. Oh no! So yeah, next week sounds awesome. We're gonna have Nakamura and Cena, and we're gonna have uh, Wins and Styles. Huzzah! And you know what the best part is? What's that? That friend of the of the site, Oscar. He's going to the he's going to SmackDown. Oh well. The week after. Yeah, he messaged me. He's like, oh my god, this 
they're setting up the best SmackDown the week before I go. Oh. It's pretty funny. That's unfortunate. Yep, so there you go. SmackDown, extremely good this week. Two thumbs up. Oh, and how is this episode so fucking long? Because I had to talk about Battleground. I guess. So I tried to go through SmackDown as fast as I could so you could talk to me about NXT, which I did not see. Yo, fucking Lady Tapa showed up. What? Yeah. You know, you, you, why wouldn't she? I mean, she's currently doing stuff for the for the GFW. No, she isn't. Oh, did she leave them finally? You want to know something, John? What? She's in the Mayon Classic. Oh, really? That's why she's at Full Sail. Oh. Yeah, she's with WWE now. Well, good for her. Yeah. She had a really short squash against Asuka. Oh. Like, it basically wasn't even competitive. And also, she did not sell the... She did not take the Eclipse very well. You said Asuka. Sorry, uh, 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 Ember. See? It was not just me. You also are mixing up names. Yep, I am. I I, have, I apologize. Yeah, that, that's scary to say. I'm like, oh, that's a shame she just got murdered by Asuka. No, but any, arguably that's even worse. She just got murdered by Ember. Yeah, that that's, that is worse. I'm, like, and I'm not saying that as someone that's against Ember Moon. Ember Moon's fucking great. It's just, wow, really? It's like the, it was a squash match. Like, they barely did anything. Yeah. And it was all basically to set up Ember getting the match against Asuka. Which, again, cool. They, I'm, I'm they glad they're having it? that rematch. Yeah, they confirmed it. Sure. Regal confirmed it and everything. Okay. Sure. Yeah, again, that's going to be a really good match. It's just, you know, I, I wish they could have had fucking Lady Tapa come um, to Raw, or like come to NXT and have it be like, wait, what the fuck? And then have it be more than just like, Lady Tapa spends, like, most of the match killing shit and still loses. Yeah, but, you know, they gotta build up Ember to look strong enough to compete against the person that murders everyone. True. It's just unfortunate. Oh, yeah, for sure. Totally is. Anyway, they showed another video for Street Profits, and I really feel like they are uh, just a, an ad, a, in, an in-game ad for Snapchat. I told you what I thought about Street Profits when I saw them in person. They're great. Are, are they an advertisement for Snapchat? N- they didn't have that part when I saw them. This was a while ago. What was the most over were their shoes. Their shoes are very good. Owen, would you like to hear about the amazing tag team of David Ramos and uh, Timothy Bumpers, who has a fantastic fucking name? uh, I was going to say, fuck these guys, but then I heard Timothy Bumpers, and that's a great name. (laughs) And David Ramos had a really cool USA flag uh, shirt, or not USA flag shirt, uh, USA flag uh, hoodie that he was wearing. Oh, so he's... He should be on the main roster then. Those America. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. These guys had a match against the Authors of Pain. Oh, oh, they're dead then. Just kidding. What? 
they got murdered by Sanity before the match. Okay, John? And then Sanity fought the Authors of Pain and got beat up. John? The Authors of Pain. They're heels. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Sanity, they're also heels. Yeah, they are. Who gives a fuck, then? I don't want to see heels fight each other. I know, but I think that's what's happening. But here, remember when in the Authors of Pain and the Revival ended that triple threat elimination match? And I said, oh, that's going to be fine. And then... We found, oh, wait, they're both heels, so of course I'm an idiot. This is terrible. Now, here's the thing, because I, I did think about that exact scenario. And, and the thing that I will say that, to their credit, I think that they can do differently is that they can at least make some attempt, I feel like, to build up the authors of pain as, like, monster face, like monster faces. Not even necessarily making them face as much as wait, just, like... Wait, the authors like, of pain are going to be the faces? I would say so, yeah. I would thought Sandy would be. I think that that might not be a great idea, but because they had Sanity fucking jump these, jump this other tag team that was going to fight the Authors of Pain, and then jump the Authors of Pain. Jumping people is a very babyface thing in the WWE, though. Yeah, but it shouldn't also, be. Also, here's the thing. The Authors of Pain killed all our heroes. Sanity... Has a guy who does a junk rat dance. And he did a I you see in the notes that I just have ha 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 ha. That's because uh after they got jumped and beat up, uh Alexander Wolf did a really fucking good, like crazy laugh. That sounds like a baby face. It's it was basically him doing junk rat again. And again, I fucking love it. So I don't I wanna root for sanity. I don't know, because, I mean, again, the whole segment begins with, like, fucking Nikki Cross basically showing up and flashing the authors of pain. Wait, what? Yeah, like, she came out of the crowd, basically, and started, like, opening her jacket in a way that made it look like she was flashing them. And I get it was more being, like, puffing out her chest, being like, hey, fuck you guys, fuck you, I'll fight you myself, I don't give a fuck, I'll kill you guys, fuck you. But it looked like she was flashing them. I'm okay with this. And it was weird. And that was the distraction that gave the that gave Wolf and Damo or uh, Wolf and Dane enough time to show up and, and beat Damo. the shit out of him. Look, man, it's not just me. You saw that match a couple weeks ago where fucking or uh, like a little while ago where uh, fucking what's his name called him Damo? Eric Young. Wait, Eric Young? Did? I thought he's is Eric Young back? No, but like in that tag match that they had. And, uh, like, the last match that Eric Young was in, when they had that tag match, like, he he was calling for him, and he called him Demo. That's weird. And it was pretty funny. That's weird. He forgot. That's weird. No, if it's weird as much as it's just, he forgot he's not called Demo anymore. Fair. It's, 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 I feel like that's an easy thing to forget. Fair. Anywho... I still, that's part of why I want to go to TakeOver, is I just want to see how the crowd reacts to this match, because I'm very conflicted. Yeah, I I don't know. I Again, I think that they could, it would be a lot easier than, say, having a team that is clearly the faces, and then two teams that are clearly the heels, and then having the fucking face team be the one that loses first, and then, like, you know, because of that heel team. 
Like, and I think that's, that's to me is like the thing that you have to remember or there, especially is that what made that so bad, that takeover match was that the revival's basically the ones that took uh, the, the face team out. Yeah, I know. I feel like, yeah, again, if you're, if you're actually accounting for that in the, the process of building up this match, that one of these teams is, is a, is a heel, then you could turn them. Okay. Or, like, you know, at least turn them enough to have it so, like, the crowd maybe doesn't like them, but is, you know, still wanting them to win and wanting them, you know, or not, if not wanting them to win, but wanting them to to see them do cool shit. You know, like they do with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Okay. Which, again, maybe I shouldn't be making, you know, so many comparisons to someone who I don't think they're doing particularly great by, but again... I think they can make it work. Okay. Do we? Do, what else happened on this episode? Velveteen Dream fought uh, Cesar Benani. The, the Cesar guy. Why do they keep putting him on TV? I don't know. Is it building him up for something? Is he any good? Uh, it's fine, I guess. I don't know. He's Brazilian. Is that good? They need a superstar from Brazil. Do they? They have a Portuguese announced team. So, yes. Okay, then. You sh- They show the Portuguese announced team every time they do their... their Let's show you all the, the country announced teams that don't warrant a table. Also, can I ask you a question that I've been wondering? Uh-huh. Are they really big in Germany? Because why does the German announced team get a, a ringside table? Like, they fucking demoted the French team. I don't know. I have no idea. I always wondered that. What are the three teams on the, at the ringside? Uh, uh, American, Spanish, and German. I guess they are big in Germany, then. Or just Spanish and German. Or maybe, stuff. or maybe whatever, uh... Uh, whatever, whoever's uh, you know doing the, the German rights is paying more than the others. Hmm, that could be. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, Velveteen Dream won. Oh, he's still great. He writhed around in the ring. I I like that. I like him. I'm glad. I'm glad you do. He's great. They. She tried the the lady tried to interview him after the match. And how'd that go? Uh, she he was all like, "You're you're wearing a decent dress. I could see why you want to experience the Velveteen Dream, but all these people in the crowd are fucking uggos. So fuck that. I'm out of here." Word. He basically called everybody uggos, and that was cool. Did he actually use the word uggos? He did not use uggos, but okay. He's... I was gonna say the, the fashion police may need to come and arrest him. He, but he did call everybody ugly. Okay. That's fair. I've been to full sale. I can confirm. Fair. And then we had the main event. Which was? Uh, that would be Hideo Itami versus Cassius Ono. Oh, the, during this match. You're not saving it for a takeover. Okay. Well, the way this match ended, though, maybe they're going to do it again. 
Well, why don't you tell me about it? Uh, the match was fine. Like, uh, yeah, just to get that out of the way, match was fine. They, it, you know, it definitely felt like it definitely felt like they were wrestling a part of a story, not like the story. Like it, it all felt like you know it was kind of like, and they not to say they didn't go, like they certainly did some stuff, but it felt like the point was to get to the end, and they did, and it was well done. And the end is, uh, Cassiusona wins because he got kicked in the dick. Oh, yep. They did that again this week? Yep, Atami just straight up kicked him in the fucking dick and then went to town and just kept beating the shit out of him. Twice in the same week has happened, jeez. He was just like, actually, you know what, I'm fucking done with this, and... Like, and it was not like, you know... It wasn't like, oh, Cassius is gonna win. Like, they didn't at least do, like, at least with Nakamura and Baron. Not saying that that match was good, because it wasn't. Nope. At least they fucking tried to make it seem like, oh, well, he's about to get him in the Kinshasa and is setting up for the Exploder Suplex, which leads right into that Kinshasa. So here's the dick kick. Nah, they didn't even go that far. It was literally just like, oh, they're having this match. And then Atami just decides to kick him in the dick. And then just when he gets disqualified, is like, I don't care, and just keeps killing him. That sucks. And I mean, the part where he kept killing him was pretty cool. Like, I understand that the whole thing was, we need to turn into Tommy Heel, and they certainly did it, and they did it well, but... Mm, yeah. They could have done it better. Let's say. Okay, yeah. Is is that how NXT ended? Yeah, the, the NXT ended with us looking at uh, Cassius Ono's spittle-covered face. <laughs> Having spit in your beard is a really attractive look. Um, while he was uh, lying on the ring steps after getting his ass kicked. That's cool. Tommy is a heel now. And Cassius is sad. They're probably going to do this match again, though. Yeah, I take over for sure. The problem is, though, I'm going to throw this out there. They shouldn't do this match again. Because it wasn't good the first time? No, because I think you then get into the problem of both of these guys really need a win. Like... The, both, neither of these guys have... Any credibility whatsoever right now. And I just remembered what that last match that, uh, that what's his name was in, by the way, uh, Eric Young, and it was the tag match against Ono and Atami. Oh. That's where he called him Demo. Okay. But yeah, like, I, I, again, I think it gets to the problem of like, both of these guys don't really have a lot of credibility right now because they just, they don't win. They lose all their big matches. They lose all their big opportunities. Like, they both need something to really put them over, and I think that if you have them fight each other again, you're going to have to make a clear line in the sand that they pick one, and, I, I mean, for one, they have to pick a Tommy. Yes, like, I was about to say, absolutely. Like, you have to pick a Tommy in that situation, but then at that point, it's like, 
what the fuck do you even do with Ono? And I know what you're going to say is you future endeavor him, but fuck you. Fair. Also, um, Dr. Hextex in the Twitch chat says sounded like a terrible match. Yeah, you know, again, I'm not going to say it was terrible. It just, it was, it felt purposeless. It felt like the, it, it honestly felt like the match happened to build to the, the fucking beat down at the end, which, okay, sure. How long was the match? Uh, it went through a commercial. So it's kind of like the, it was, it was about like a 12 minute match, I'd say. So it's kind of the issue with, uh, Samson and Balor on Raw where you had this big, long match and then just a garbage ending that could have saved us a bunch of time. Yeah. Which, but I would, the one thing I would say is that like, you know, not as bad as Balor or Samson because Balor Samson had the added thing of, yo, we've literally seen this match. This is the third time we've seen this match in as many weeks. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, At least this had the, this had the benefit of like, here are two guys that John really likes and would like to see have a good match. And they started to have an okay match, but then it was basically, it felt, to put it another way, it felt very house show. It felt like they were going for things, but not really going for it all the way because, look, man, it's it doesn't matter. No one's really important is really seeing this. Okay, John, but before we go, I got one more thing for you. Yeah. So Dr. Hextex, again, in, in the Twitch chat, which if you want to you know, join us live, it's at twitch.tv slash Ozone Online every Wednesday night. Or mixler.com slash Zonecast. Indeed, but he says, haven't followed the WWE since I was a kid, which was back when Kane had a mask. So my question for you, John, is what would convince this person to watch WWE currently? Uh, watch WWE currently, I'd say not a lot. Um, if you, I mean, I guess it it depends on what you want. If you want, like, if you want to watch good wrestling and stuff... I think you should definitely check out NXT. Um, if you have, you know, I'm assuming you probably don't have the WWE Network, but uh, if you have a Hulu account, they have a whole bunch of NXT episodes up on there, including the TakeOver specials. So you could watch those and see what's been going on in their developmental brand, which actually is a lot more of like real-ass wrestling and what you want. And they got some cool people on there. The Aleister Black, for example, he's a pretty cool bro. Wouldn't you say, Owen? Oh, Dallas Black's great. He's he should be the next NXT champion. That's actually one thing I forgot to say on this NXT. They showed two Alex Black promo videos. Yeah, that guy's great. Yeah, he's cool. I love him. You should uh, you should keep an eye on him. Another thing I would suggest is, hey, if you have a Netflix account, there's a little show called Lucha Underground. You you do like that's if you like really weird theatrical wrestling. That you yeah that is less like you have to accept there that that is an American interpretation of a lucha libre show so it is going to be less of traditional wrestling and like traditional you know world of sport or like the sports entertainment stuff as it were and more of like here's some crazy fantastical superhero shit that is happening also there's a wrestling league and there's some wrestlers here there's actual wrestlers 
and a time traveler and a dragon and a man who's dead and a man who's a phoenix and you know so it's heavier on the comic a bunch books. of snake people and a paul london who might be on drugs so it's like a heavier into the comic booky stuff and also it might be a telenovela oh completely it is absolutely 100% a telenovela but that's what lucha libre is and that's cool yeah at least to me yeah, you should you should do some more coverage on Lucha Underground when you get a chance. Yes, I absolutely will do so. I have I have a couple columns of about Lucha Night that just need some finishes on them. Awesome, and people will be able to read that over at our website, ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. And that's actually a URL that you can type in. It is an actual 100% real URL for you, the people. John, we should we should wrap things up. We've been going for a long time. I mean, I thought that that's what we were starting to do was wrap things up with you saying the words there. So this has been Heel Turn. Check us out over at ProWrestling.cool and a whole bunch of other places, including on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PWDOTC or on Twitter at The Heel Turn. Mm-hmm. You can also check us out, as we just said, live every Wednesday starting at 9 p.m. Eastern over at Mixler.com slash Zonecast and Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online, where we do these suckers live for you. Yep, and then if you can't catch us live, we also have podcast versions of this that go up on iTunes or whatever other app or service that you like, or you can just check it out at ProWrestling.cool or at our network, which is zonecasts.com. Indeed. We also have other shows over there, like The Echo Chamber, which is about music and video sometimes. games. Also sometimes on that. And uh, I'd Rather Not, which is a improv comedy show slash contest slash... Sometimes. ...thing. Wait till you hear this week's episode, Owen. I have not edited it yet. I'm not on it, and I'm terrified. It's, I will say, I think it was better than the episode that we did with Yumi Rhythm Bastard. Really? Because I really like that episode. I think it is better. I think it is a funnier and tighter episode. I think it's also an insane clusterfuck. <laughs> yes. I, I do know that I helped. I will be honest, I did not help. No, I'm saying I helped Andy uh, make the prompt for this episode, so. Oh, did you? Yeah, because he was, he was trying to come up with something, but he's like, this sounds too similar to the one from the previous week, so I helped tweak it and make it crazier. I, I made it even more insane. Oh, well, that will be up early. With my line of questioning. Great. Well that, well, that will be up on the site early next week, since I am still on vacation. And I'll give you a spoiler. A great barrier reef made of swords. I, oh, boy. That's... Oh, boy. Say no more. Uh, you can find you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. Find me on various places on the Internet, like uh, the the Snapchat and the face tweet and the hey, that's not a website. Instascope and the parrot out. Uh, you know what? Those are none of those are real. Type all of the time. Go to your to your your Yahoo browser or okay. uh, that was one hundred percent not real. Go to okay. Go to Lycos.com 
and type in I am John GM in the search engine and Lycos will go get it. Ask Jeeves for me by name. He knows what's up. Oh, boy. I I don't like any of what just happened. We, we need to get, we've been this is this episode's been going on way too long. We need to get out of here. GeoCities. Oh, GeoCities. We'll be back next Wednesday with another exciting episode. Hopefully not quite as long since we won't have to talk about Battleground. But we are getting cool for the summer because SummerSlam is right around the corner. So until then. Oh, and I'm migrating our hosting to Angel Fire. No, you're not. No, no you're not. Oh, man. No, they still exist, right? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. I can't believe that of all the fucking free hosting things from, like, the old-ass internet, they're the ones that survived. Well, you know. It's the internet for you. Okay, can I... Come back now, you hear? There we go. Bye, everyone. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.